0: Hello, everyone. This is Gaia Lamperti from IDS Intelligence, and you're listening to the IDSI Views Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jesse Dani, head of people at Plio, which is a spending solution provider. Hey, Gaia. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. It's lovely to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about the people side of Plio, and I would like to start by addressing the issue of financial stress which can easily caused by poor management or lack of transparency around employees' spending. What can you tell us about that, Jesse?
1: Sure. So I think for me, and whenever I tell people about what Clio does, is from a people's perspective, I always say, hey, I mean, you trust someone enough to hire them? Why don't you just trust them enough to to spend company money responsibly? So that's how our product works. And what we really try to focus on is like, okay, if we're trusting these people, How do we make sure that it also works for the business? So let's have a transparent platform where it's easy to see what people are spending on, where there can still be some checks and balances, but um, there's also this framework that provides freedom so that if someone needs to buy a a mouse on Clio, they can just go and do that for their computer instead of having to centralize spending. And for us, that's actually worked out so much better because when we've been setting up entities, we've taken out clauses in contracts that say oh well if the employee provides a proper overview of what they've spent then the company will reimburse them and and all of that stuff can just go away if you're able to trust your people by using a product that also gives you as a business the confidence in um, in being able to to see what's going on
0: Absolutely. So the element of trust is central to your practice. So you just mentioned the product is one way to build that trust. But what are some other ways to create that good relationship between employer and employees when it comes to the spending and the the finances part as well?
1: Yeah. So this is a big, big topic for us. It's also one of our company values. What a lot of people ask me is they say, but Jesse, do you give trust immediately or is trust earned? And I mean, I find that such an interesting concept because you've got to be able to first trust the company uh, that you've decided to dedicate a lot of your life to. uh, And they've also got to be able to trust you back. So I think it's also this place where we feel you should make automatic trust, trust from day one for both sides, and then make sure that if someone breaks it, you take that quite seriously. So ways that we demonstrate trust within our employees, and we can also show how uh, employees demonstrate trust to us. So we do things like flexible work, which has become more and more common during Corona. Uh, So you can, if you need to go to the hairdresser in the afternoon, no one's going to check. If you need to go home, I'm South African. If you want to go home for Christmas, uh, you're absolutely welcome to and and work remote like that. So just on the flexibility side, it's automatically, of course, people are going to do their best work. Uh, And there are many other topics we can chat about, but also, how do people trust us as an employer? How they can trust us is things like uh, transparency in terms of salaries or you know pay philosophy, trying to understand, okay, you've made this choice that impacts me, but I want to understand more. I I feel that I, I deserve the right to understand why you made this decision that impacts me so much. So I think whenever you're looking at this, it's uh, easy to think, me as a company, how do I benefit? But we shouldn't Get how the employee works there as well.
0: And this element of trust and transparency combined with the right tools and services, how does that translate in a better management of spending for teams and eventually to better decision making and better managing of the company across the board? Financially, what we've also
1: noticed is Once you give power to your people to spend responsibly, they're able to work as consumers. So often, say, for example, guy, you're booking a flight, right? You're visiting us in Copenhagen in our HQ. Uh, On the one side, you could have someone centralized who's booking flights for everyone. And on the other side, you actually know, cool, this is when it's best for me to travel. You use Skyscanner, Momondo, or you're using Google Flights. You're trying to find the best price for yourself and also booking something that suits you. So it's actually amazing when you're making these purchasing decisions where our only rule, at least internally, is spend responsibly. That's the, the payment uh, whole philosophy for expense guidelines. So immediately you're treating the company's money as if it's your own money. And financially, that's why companies save loads of money. Because also, instead of deciding what your employees need, I decide on your behalf that you definitely need a laptop stand. I mean, maybe maybe you don't. So on that side of things, we've seen um, a lot of saving. Uh, and then also, you have to hire fewer people. If you're centralizing things, suddenly you have to run quite a complicated process. Um, but once it's delegated, it's, uh, it's off your chest. You make a, a simple guideline and, and that's something people can follow through
0: with. Now we are witnessing a shift from a very centralized way of managing finances to a very democratic and decentralized one so everybody in the team has a say and especially different teams might have different needs and preferences how does Clio support that philosophy
1: yeah that's I think core to how our product works but that's the whole idea right it's also if you look at just how the world is changing there used to be this huge need for control and if uh, if we don't control everything everything is going to go wrong but um We've realized also to stay competitive with people and to make quick and agile business decisions, you need to let go of that a bit. So if a product manager needs a new product management tool that we've never had before, that's what they feel they need to do their best work. So you remove a lot of roadblocks and you can create much more agility if you are providing this type of freedom to them. Uh, so that's a way that it's actually really transformed the way you work because it's so much quicker just to get things done if you don't have roadblocks and a huge roadblock is,
0: uh, is spending. That sounds great. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Right. So one other curiosity I had was how do you address the shift from everybody working to the office to everybody working from home and now the hybrid model. Three very different ways of of working and managing finances and building up the the trust we were discussing before. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely been lucky there because
1: we have a future of work product as a company. So, what we've been doing since, I mean, we're five people, we've been able to uh, actually offer remote work. So, we've had that ingrained in the the type of company we are. So for us overnight, uh, the Danish prime minister, she uh, stood on TV and said, okay, if those who don't have to go into the office, please don't. And our five offices at, uh, it was like 10 p.m. she announced that and by 9 a.m. all five offices were closed the next day. And we already had Zoom. We already had the full IT set up on how to work and even asynchronously. So for us, the transition to remote was very natural. I think the thing that comes into question there is also who needs to be on site to do their best work. So we have a lot of neuroatypical people, we have, you know, new parents, we have all these types of people. And that really negatively impacted how they do their job. But it also brought so much creativity and flair because we had to come up with new ideas of how to solve problems, like a lot of people. So I think we became first of all, I mean, you have this Plio card, right? So you can just spend responsibly. So for us, it was a lot of lateral thinking. How do we engage people in a different way? How do we still have the meaningful relationships that, that need to be virtual for now? Uh, so we've done things like uh, use there's this tool called Scribblow where you can draw and then guess the um, the word that someone else is drawing. Uh, I'm not sure if you played it. And we hosted a, a team camp lately. That's probably one of the greatest things we've done. So I think also as you're looking at hybrid, you can start to be more inventive, with who's remote now that we've all gotten used to working, uh, at least on the remote side as well.
0: Brilliant. And from the employee's side, what's the response to this new way of managing their own finances and being way more independent? Are you getting positive feedback? Are people feeling empowered by this way of booking their own flights and organizing their spending?
1: Yeah, for sure. I
0: mean, it's something we've had
1: since day one as a company. But when people join, I think New joiners have like first time people working at companies have no idea what the rest of uh, the world without this looks like, right? That they have to budget themselves with their own money to try to spend things or follow up and try to get approval and beg and plead and charm finance to try to, you know, get a flight or, or something like that. But those who've been in work for a while really see that value because we don't need to use our own assets to try to figure out, okay, well, my whole team, the people team, were 25. Uh, before, when I had teams, I would say, okay, let me just budget my own money aside or wait. I mean, if you have international companies, you have to try to wait you know, months and months and months if you're in a different location to get a company credit card from a traditional bank. That's like where the he- headquarters are. So it's this whole shift and it gives you a lot of reassurance and just, I've got this. And that, it really makes I think it takes the stress levels down as well because you can just do what you need to do without having the pressure of it. Uh, and that independence, I think, matters a lot to people and what people look at from future workplaces.
0: Lastly, to conclude, I would like to hear what you guys are focusing on right now at Leo and if there's anything coming up that you can disclose with us. Ooh,
1: I don't know. We're... So for us, I think the most important thing is when we're building products and things like that, We are still, the whole time we're thinking, how do we make this for forward-thinking teams? How do we build a product that makes people feel valued at work? So it's so heavy on the people side. For us, I think something that's very important is looking at the employee-first side of things. So our product is built for forward-thinking teams everywhere. And our mission as a company is to make people feel valued at work. And a lot of people ask us, yes, but... You know why don't you focus heavily on the finance side and heavily on the back end or why don't you go into the consumer segment and things like that but for us it's all about being completely customer obsessed so we solve for finance we solve for bookkeepers we solve for a lot of people but how do we make sure whenever we're solving we're putting that employee first we're trying to make things simple flexible take the onus away of you know doing complicated things and really making sure we just get closer to our customers. Instead of going wide, we believe in going really deep with them. Just giving them the best experience that we can.
0: That sounds amazing. Thank you, Jesse. It has been a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Gaia. You too. Bye.